Welcome to Controversy Over Coffee with your hosts, Matt and Amanda. Listen in as we sit down and dive into some of the most compelling and bingeable things we've been watching and listening to. Grab a cup of coffee, relax, and enjoy. That was Groundhog Day? Yeah, February 2nd. You're kidding. <laughs> and I know that you're like, how did in, I miss that? You like Groundhog Day, and I was going to send you like all the news, but I'm like, I had to hold back and like hold my tongue for the podcast. I'm usually like on it in the loop. <laughs> I know. And there was like the, the reason. So, kind of sad story around Groundhog Day this year. New Jersey's Groundhog, um, Milltown Mel. Mm-hmm died the day before groundhog's day no yeah some might say he was trying to steal steal phil's shot or not live in his shadow anymore steal his thunder but and pucks tony phil he's he's alive and well he's pennsylvania's yes not new hampshire's they have their own separate new jersey new jersey i'm curious if like every state has their own groundhog but definitely new jersey but no more so he saw his shadow, meaning six more weeks of winter. winter. I want to get your take because I know that you get excited about Groundhog's Day sometimes. Do we believe it? What does it even mean? What does it mean if they see their shadow or not? Good question. Let's do some some research on the fly here. So I understand that if they if like Phil saw his shadow today. And it's six more weeks of winter. Why Why is that a thing if he sees a shadow, it's more winter? Is it because it's like cloudy out or something? I don't know. Come on. I thought you were the Groundhog Day expert. No. I know the the movie <laughs> with... Uh, oh, who's the actor? Bill Murray, I think. Right, yeah. Wow. And that showed, like, the actual, like, ceremonies that are done in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how many, um... What's the record on shadows versus no shadows? I'm Googling, why does seeing a shadow (laughs) equal more winter? It derives from the Pennsylvania Dutch superstition that if a groundhog emerges from its burrow on this day and sees its shadow due to clear weather Hmm. it will retreat to its den and winter will go on for six more weeks if it does not see its shadow because of cloudiness spring will arrive early isn't that like counterintuitive because if it's clear weather it'd be like ah it's it's springtime no i think if you think about it if there's clear weather on the early february then Maybe Earth has more clouds and storms to give later into the season, and it's not using all of its energy now. Hmm. Okay. You with me? <laughs> I'm with you. I guess there's there's not much to say other than thank you, Phil, for coming out today. Wish we had him on the podcast and saw a shadow, and also apologies to New Jersey. <laughs> That's really all I had on that on the topic of Groundhog's Day. Most estimates of Phil's most assessments of Phil's accuracy have given accuracy lower than would be expected with random chance. <laughs> with Stormfax Almanac giving an estimate of thirty-nine percent accuracy. 
That sounds very high. Between 1969 and 2016. No, I mean, you have a 50% chance. So. Oh, that's very <laughs> lower than. I still believe. <laughs> you still believe. And then why is Groundhog's Day like um, people use it as like a reference to a day that keeps repeating? Is it just because of that movie? I think it's because that movie takes place on Groundhog Day. And so it's a reference to that movie. And, when you say... And the concept of the movie is him waking up and living the same day over and over again. Okay. I wasn't sure, like, so what the, came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, what came first, that reference or the movie? I think I think the, the movie, movie led to the reference. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well... <laughs> well, for our second topic of today, we're bringing in a special guest. Phoning in from deep you, Siberia. If you listened last week. Time change know, of 15, 16 hours. You know of our medical and legal expert, Preston Epler. Yeah, it's, uh, it's 2 a.m. over here and I'm, <laughs> I'm doing laundry, uh, actually, um, at this point in time. So, uh, yeah, just got off my shift. Very, very diligent of you. Um, yeah. So yeah. the second topic today is all things football that's going on right now in anticipation of, of course, the Super Bowl. And the first subtopic would be the Tom Brady retirement. And uh, noticeably, the lack of acknowledgement to his Patriot family. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I think... You know, he wrote a, a beautiful note when he left New England thanking the Patriots and the Kraft family for years of fandom, and that was kind of closing the chapter on that book. But I can't accept that. You can't? No. He was with the Patriots for 20 years and the Buccaneers for two years, and his whole retirement spiel. It, it's a little odd, but he'll have more opportunities to thank new england he he left with a grudge against new england notably and and i heard and i saw that you know he played for new england for how many years 20 20 yeah 22 22 years in the nfl drafted by the patriots him and belichick didn't get dinner once apparently really yeah they never had dinner together. No, I, I imagine that. that Bill Belichick only eats like microwave meals, <laughs> like that guy. Yeah, does, maybe that's not personal to yeah, Tom Brady. No, like he probably just doesn't like have time or care for cooking. Like, right. uh, I did, I did look into because I thought maybe there's good reason there was some issue with the Patriots, and he wanted to retire with the Patriots, like I think he should have after 20 years with them. However, the Patriots didn't want him anymore. Yeah. They were like, we're not going to give you a nice tied up bow of a retirement contract, which is harsh. He probably only, exactly. He only had one or two more years in him. Well, that, that I think that, I feel like that's interesting because like, I think like the, when he won the Super Bowl with the Bucks, he was like, it was like trying to prove that he had like four to five more years left in him. Right. And then he kind of drops his retirement. I, I, well, first of all, I feel, feel kind of bad for him. The fact that uh, the story was leaked before he wanted to do it, like when it started getting to the outer circles. I thought that was going to be like almost a publicity thing. 
I saw someone like have a conspiracy theory that there was this leak, but they never came out, and then there was going to be like a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl commercial of him like I'm not leaving, like, I'm coming <laughs> back for a seventh ring, I'm like no. that. <laughs> no, yeah, like like that actually like isn't that far fetched, but that, that would have been epic yeah, yeah. no totally a, a super bowl commercial it was like tom brady's face and he's like not done yet i don't know what you heard but bucks 2023 yeah yeah um yeah i'm, I'm surprised that he didn't sign like the one day like a, like what a lot of people do which is like with like even people who spend a long time in their career at one place and then they move on to a different place. Like DeMarcus Ware did that with the Cowboys um, where he just signs like a one day contract. Um, so he can retire um, as uh, oh, like, interesting. Um, and so I'm surprised that, that Brady didn't do that. And I like understand where I like Patriots fans are so upset where he didn't really say much um, about like his, his time in new England. But I'm. But first of all, like this is also like super fresh. Like he, the story was broke on him while he was on vacation um, Mm -hmm. with his family, Uh, and then after two days, it almost seems like it was kind of forced. Um, But he did post like five slides of writing. Like he constructed out a whole little essay on saying thank you to everyone he, he could possibly think of. Like he should have. Maybe that was kind of like a, his slight, you know, towards the jab Patriots, towards the Patriots. But the fandom that they are like devastated. Right. I saw one take that was Maybe like, he just forgot. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Like, have you typed out an email and then like sent, like, and spent so much time proofreading it I and you send it without the something attachment? Something as yeah. like. <laughs> you send it without the attachment? Exactly. Something as like internet breaking as Tom Brady's retirement post where he had like pictures and like all these like screenshots naming people i don't think that would just be oh right what about that fandom i played for for 20 years well well if he didn't say anything specific did he say anything specific about patriots players who he played with like no i haven't just thanking like the buccaneers he He thanked like buccaneers organization like all the buccaneers fans the city in florida and then like his agents and family and like very specific people does that mean he's retiring only from tampa bay and there could be another team <laughs> yeah immediately, immediately tampa bay <laughs> retires his number <laughs> even though he's there for two seasons um yeah, he's like i actually didn't mean that as retirement from the nfl that was just from the buccaneers i saw i saw one take that was like you know this doesn't matter but you know if he doesn't mention the patriots in his hall of fame induction speech then it, that's like that would be big. a big story yeah 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 it's just an instagram post with screenshots from his notes app it's okay i mean the hall the the hall of fame ceremonies and i mean he, he won't be inducted into the hall of fame for like a couple of years right yeah 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 you have to like window of yeah something but as soon as that window opens up he's going straight <laughs> he's to can first ballot <laughs> first ballot no doubt yeah no yeah but that it is it is kind of crazy to think about the fact that he's done and like he it's so funny like like seeing like all of these like quarterbacks like it's like this might be their last game and no one was even thinking about that with tom brady because he led the league in passing yards and like had to, still had an incredible season despite having like a t- like a good decent amount of issues with the bucks a lot of injuries mm-hmm. um and still had an incredible season and no and no one even thought it was coming versus like ben roethlisberger like 
two years ago the Steelers like wanted him out they're like oh my god this guy is so old oh yeah um, well that's another big one that just happened I think I saw something that it was like Ben Roethlisberger had like two days before the Tom Brady retirement came out and then it's like yeah steals thunder well I think people that are more like egocentric need the big like fanfare and like send off to feel like validated whereas Tom Brady is more like secure in his confidence and and accomplishments so he doesn't he didn't need if if he announced before the season this is my last season would have been huge chaos, chaos. <laughs> literally chaos yeah people would be paying like tens of thousands of dollars to go to like every single game like the last time tom brady is playing in <laughs> indianapolis <laughs> do you guys remember like your first big tom brady memory where you're like oh this is like the best quarterback ever I, I'm 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 trying to think. I mean, I remember, I remember the season when they when they. This actually is like a very very specific memory for me. Like the season when they went like eighteen and zero. Um, before, oh, that's what I was going to say. Before too. before losing to the Giants, I remember it was it was a regular season game, and it was when it might have been two thousand eight or two thousand twelve when when the the Patriots were just so nasty, and the and the Patriots were trying to get the ball like across like down the field before half to get a score in before half. And I'm I'm never seen a quarterback like do this like pretty successfully, um, but uh, like typical regular season game afternoon, Brady like gets a completion first down like across to the, or I think around like the the 35 yard line, and he's like running running up to go spike the ball, and like get, gets everyone in the line of scrimmage. They've got like whatever 20, 15, 18 seconds left, and gets everyone up to the line of scrimmage, does a fake spike and, and then like throws like a perfect deep ball, like towards the yeah. end zone. The, the pass ended up getting dropped and it, it didn't work out, but it was, I thought it was just like one of the most like, wow, that guy's good. Like not, not that many people have the Risky. ball. Yeah, yeah. Have the balls to do that. Yeah. I think that was my first memory, like him and Randy Moss, like just dominating everyone like that connection, most touchdown quarterback receiver touchdowns ever i'm not gonna say that i remember the 2001 like game against the raiders in the snow when, yeah when the tuck rule win uh, when i was four years old but, <laughs> but i remember <laughs> yeah no i'm i mean like i'm trying i'm trying to think like like what was it like did brady win two or three super bowls before super bowl 40 i think i think he won two but um super bowl 40 i was in that was that was like the that was the first time Steelers had won since like the eighties, and like that was when I like really became a big uh, Steelers fan. Was like was kind of watching that season, so I don't really remember um, kind of the years before Super Bowl forty when Brady was still super young and um, initially winning uh, um, initially winning championships. So it was it was more so kind of the, the late two thousands era when uh, when you're like wow. Like, I saw some interesting like fun facts about Tom Brady today online about how the Patriots and the Bucks had never won a Super Bowl before Tom Brady like played for them. Like the Patriots had never won one and now they have six wow. under him. And the Bucks had never won one until Yeah, no no, no, no the the Bucks have won a Super Bowl. They before won, him? Yeah, with John Gruden. Okay. Well but then we don't need Patriots. we don't need to talk about him. <laughs> Research department is getting a I getting swear. a roasting after this. I definitely saw an instagram infographic i'm like oh that's nice but but another (laughs) but another one that i saw 
was that Tom Brady in his first season of the NFL, LeBron James was a freshman in high school. Not like, but that was also like his first season before, or like it was like three seasons before he was in the NBA. I was gonna say like his first season. Before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but even just thinking he didn't like, go to college, LeBron. Did. But even just thinking like he was a freshman in high school, like right. how like much greatness has happened over like the last twenty years of like mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Do you have a favorite Tom Brady memory or no? Um, to be honest, I don't think I have like a first memory. I think my close family friends were huge Patriots fans. And so I always remember them wearing Tom Brady jerseys and like rooting him on in the Super Bowl. But no, I feel like I, I didn't know much about him until he left the Patriots. And I was like, oh, that's so bad. He should retire with them. Yeah, I, I think Tom Brady leaving the Patriots was like one of like one of the best days of my life. Um, in in comparison to the like pretty similar to the 49ers losing this past Sunday um, just sheer overjoy that so many of my friends were so sad and disappointed um, all right all right okay hold on controversy yeah literally, literally controversy okay so well, well, you guys you guys know that I'm from the Northeast I'm from Connecticut so I'm like surrounded by Patriots fans mm-hmm. and like so much friggin annoyance throughout middle school throughout high school and it's like oh my god we got the greatest quarterback of all time like we're the best team ever like we make to the playoffs every single year like everyone has to go through new england like to like get to the super bowl and it's just like okay like yeah you guys have the greatest quarterback ever like what like i am so excited for him to leave and for your franchise to finally tank did they tank this year I mean, they, they, they're they actually doing a pretty good job with their rebuilding in terms of the fact that they made, they made the playoffs uh, with a rookie quarterback. But, I mean, the season after Tom Brady left, like they, they, they didn't make the playoffs with Cam Newton. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. I, the only thing is I wish it happened like 10, like 10 years ago when you were in middle school when I was in <laughs> when I was in middle school and high school. Oh, my high school was the worst Patriots fans. Oh, my God. Can't so, so who's going to be? The next Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow. No, there's, I, don't, I don't think there's anyone who's going to be. I mean, maybe Burrow. I mean, but that's also like saying a lot. I was going to say maybe it's Burrow. Um, but like Burrow, like Brady's different because like the fact that he's like drafted six overall and it's like there was kind of no way of knowing um and brady had like a very i feel like he had like a very very specific play style i don't think there's anyone like who like l- like looks the way he does like brady literally like the craziest craziest thing he's the greatest quarterback of all time and he literally can't scramble he can't run yeah and like everyone else in the nfl can do that um and i don't know like i mean pe- people say like mahomes but like if like I mean, I don't know. Mahomes has only been in the league for three years, so he's got like a, still has a ton of time to prove that he can like be in the same conversation. I mean, well, n- not really the same conversation because like Brady's a goat, like, uh, but like in terms of like elite, like historical quarterbacks, mm-hmm. I think that Mahomes probably needs to win four. He's got one, and I don't know. The 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 problem with like the Chiefs right now though is that the, the Chiefs get lazy. Long way to go. All right, I'm going to steer us back on track. Um, Next NFL topic, Amanda. I had one more, or actually two more topics about football. 
The Washington Commanders. Thoughts on the name? Not a fan. Why not? Bust. You would have you would have rather kept it as the Washington football team. All right, well this this could be a, a hot take, but so you, you go from like a a team name that is focused on Native American people, mm-hmm. but is you know derogatory derogatory towards Native American people, and then you go to the exact opposite of that, which is the commanders, the of commanders, the Native American people, <laughs> looking back towards yeah, like. like it kind of does seem like that a little imperial bit. Imperial colonialism yeah. with the name of like uh, English, you know, derived it, war that, commander. That's kind of what I thought. Something about that. Is but just, it's, isn't it supposed to be kind of off of like the commander in chief is the like Washington, D.C. Like, well, then why don't you just be the presidents at that point? Well, all of their. Why don't you just be their, the chief? All of their sports <laughs> are like that. Like the Washington Nationals, the Capitals. So they're all about... They, they're all kind of like a nod to that being the capital of the United States. All yeah. their sports teams. So they could have done something like, I don't know, the Washington Memorials. The Washington football team. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Red Hogs, or whatever <laughs> the other name was. Commander, yeah. It's better than just... I think it's better than the Washington football team. Like, that's just... You gotta have a name. The Washington football team's so iconic, though. That was good. It was catching on. But Why? Because it's like so. It's a matter of fact. Yeah, it's a matter of fact. It's so <laughs> they are like a football team. It's so dumb that it makes it good. <laughs> I think. Okay, I I won't completely disagree with you guys. I think it's like, like right on the line of like so dumb, great, but maybe a little bit like if, dumb. At, like at, at, at first it was hilarious, and then it's like, you know what? I can I can get behind the football team. <laughs> the Washington football team. Which is like, I don't know, the commanders is like, what does the mascot even dress it, like? It does sound very like... Without sounding colonial, without seeming like yeah, a colonial, it, like, oppressor. Yeah, it does sound like America. We're the land of, like, commanders. Like, we're the best, like, patriotism, you know, like... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just not sold. Hmm. Well... It is what it, it is. It's what it is now. They announced it. But like, but I, I mean, I saw that they announced it, and they, I saw that they have like, uh, new the new jerseys. I would say look cool. But like, what, what are the new jerseys? Like, how does it like incorporate commanders? So that that's the thing is, I don't know. I don't know what the logo looks like. Hmm. Like, is it just going to say the Washington? Like, if, if it's just like the words the Washington Commanders, and that's the logo, they might as well have kept it the Washington Football Team. Yeah. Maybe it will be like the. If this is even allowed, but you know the um, mark that goes on like Air Force One, like the presidential like mark, the seal, the seal. Like maybe it would be like the presidential seal, like the commander in chief, like the football team. If you're even it's, allowed to do that, it's too complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's way, it's 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 becoming way too complicated. We, need, we have the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, like can we keep it skull and crossbones yeah but the dolphins make sense it's a tropical climate no i know but i'm saying let's keep it simple yeah no exactly washington commanders huh very nice well yeah that that was another piece of controversy in the football world and i guess i lastly wanted to talk about just anticipation for the super bowl i have some trivia or the halftime show. Like, what is your guys' favorite part of Super Bowl Sunday? 
I honestly don't know. I, I mean, I really like the halftime show. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, I'm not that stoked on the commercials because then, because then the thing I like about watching football games, especially ones with commercials, is that you don't have to pay attention the entire time. Like, and you get to like kind of relax and go on your phone during the break. The commercials like kind of force you. Like, I have to watch the entire thing. Your your eyes are literally glued to the screen. Don't get me wrong. I like good commercials and I like rewatching good Super Bowl commercials. Um, I would agree because sometimes also if you're having like people over and it's a social thing, it's like everyone like be quiet. Like the commercials are on when yeah. that's the time you're supposed to be like taking a break and like interacting and going, getting a drink or food, you know? Yeah, no, totally. What's your favorite part of Super Bowl Sunday? I like the national anthem, like, and the, the fanfare and the flyover. Mm-hmm. And do they do like the like Blue Angels like thing? Yeah, they usually do like some sort of flyover, and it's they like setting the stage. It's pretty cool. So if that's your favorite part of watching, what's your favorite part of like the day, like the experience, like like any Super Bowl traditions or the snacks or getting together with friends or the commercials? Or, I don't know. Yeah, I like getting together with friends for the Super Bowl. that is so like oh my god you'd get a d for a grade in terms of that answer i would (laughs) say this i would say this the seven layer dip is like one of my favorites yeah what's your favorite super bowl snack i i saw matt's gonna be like buffalo wings no i was (laughs) speaking of buffalo wings (laughs) what do you guys think i found a stat online of how many chicken wings are consumed on super bowl sunday what what what's your guess ballpark in america yeah or well, worldwide well, yeah. <laughs> i would assume america just in total um 300 million okay what's i would okay so i think that so there are 330 million people currently residing in the united states <laughs> i would say around of that crowd i'd probably say 150 million people watch the super bowl um you really think like half the country watches this is good thinking here yeah Yeah. um i'd be curious to look at structured answer um you got to think about that some people can down like 30 wings on super bowl sunday and some veganism is on the rise right um and some people can also down like two so 150 i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it as a simple answer i'm gonna say a billion you said 300 million yeah you said a billion yeah a billion's gotta add, be high add them together what 1.3 billion chicken wings are consumed on super bowl sunday how many there's like how many chickens are killed <laughs> what, know, what's the like, population of chickens in the, in the world over a billion not a, not a good day for chickens not a good day for chickens not to mention all the playoffs leading up yeah Jesus. Jesus. yeah no, you 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 gotta think about like uh like, awful like think th- think about You're, he's rethinking his choice of buffalo wings as his favorite i'm going with impossible burgers <laughs> this year <You're> like, 
in the future, some, you're going to be vegan, and someone's going to be like, what was the moment you knew you had to go Did vegan? Did you know that there are 1.3 <laughs> billion chicken wings consumed? On the Super Bowl Sunday. Sunday. That was when. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, it's like uh, it's like all of these, like, like Walmart and, like, Best Buy, they're all gearing up for Black Friday. Like, Foster Farms is like, all right, guys, we've got a big Super Bowl Sunday coming That's up. That's so sad. But you know, that's that's America. We have to murder fifty million chickens. <laughs> More than that. how many? No, well, yeah, no, that'd be I'm, like, well, and I'm, I'm not saying it's like one, like, but multiple aren't there farms like can four contribute. wings per chicken, like in terms of pieces, or or yeah. Are wait, are chicken wings made from baby chickens? No, no clue. Okay. Oh, you have like math. the drumsticks. Oh, and then like the thighs. No, are the, the are the, dr- are the, the drumsticks point. the shoulders? They must be because the, your forearm has two bones in it. So the uh, the drumsticks must be the shoulders. Now that I'm, I'm just trying to I visualize think four or six chicken wings per chicken. No, it's it's got to be it's got to be it's got to be four. It's got to be four chicken wings per chicken. <laughs> not to like get you, into this like very eating, you're not dark eating the feet math <laughs> like very dark. It's like two hundred fifty million chicken. <laughs> it's 325 million chickens if you're curious but that is controversy that's the entire population of the united states that is the entire population <laughs> of the united states in chickens in, in one chickens, day in one day that's just not right oh my god no, i'm re- really rethinking all those hot sauce and panko orders consistently on sunday <laughs> that ain't right yeah that's we're, we're not having chicken wings on super bowl sunday i can't be a part of that seven layer dip really good I do really like it's not, layer dip. It's not vegan because there is cheese in it, mm-hmm. um, but it is vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I like seven-layer dip. I'm trying to think. I feel like I'm a, I'm just a big, like, yeah, chips and dip, like, you know, some chips and salsa, guac, something to munch on the whole time of the game, you know? Yeah. Okay, but another trivia on the Super Bowl. I'll ask Matt this one, and like that's a clue into. I think you would know this. What college has produced the most Super Bowl quarterbacks? And it might not be what you think. Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Just Super Bowl quarterbacks. Michigan. Wrong. Ohio State. Wrong. Don't think. Think Alabama. smaller. No. The reason I asked you is because it's... Cal Bears. Yep. Cal Berkeley has produced the most Super Bowl quarterbacks. Not SEC or Big Ten. Not very surprising. Like Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. That was the only one I recognized. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the only one I recognized. Who else is on that list? Just out of curiosity. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't have it. I don't have the list. Don't got it. <laughs> Damn it, research department. I know. Um, I'm talking Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much? Okay, so I have another numbers one for you guys. Okay. How much do you think a ticket to the very first Super Bowl cost? 25 cents okay <laughs> higher than that <laughs> um i'm gonna guess uh 20 bucks he was closer but 12 dollars. that's a lot when was the first super bowl you guys know 63 
Oh yeah, actually, I, I was thinking the Super Bowl is going back to like the 1910s or something, but no, it's only on like Super Bowl 56 or something right now. Did they have like Super Bowls back in the early like 1900s? No. No. Oh. What what made them start? The merging of like the the AFL and yeah. the NFL. Oh, I see. And now the tickets are thousands. I think like. I think the cheapest one is like just north of six. Jeez. And you're sitting in like the back corner, like behind a trash can. Yeah. (laughs) Who do you think pays? Like, do you think, who do you think pays for the boxes at the Super Bowl? Companies. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Like companies buy. I think like 80 or 80 plus percent of the crowd is like corporate. So companies just buy a ton of like seats or a section or something to bring their company or like high clients or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's big time. I don't work for a company that just gets Super Bowl tickets. My company does something similar. We have a box at the Chase Center. Like in one of my like one of my colleagues, Johnny Johnny Deco, he got mm-hmm. to go to a game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's what you were saying Accenture has like yeah. a box too at the Chase Center. Mm-hmm. I think like season ticket holders of the teams that are in the Super Bowl to also have like first say some sort of like option to buy to buy tickets at a discounted rate. I mean, discounted rate. It's probably still like five thousand dollars for yeah. Yeah. a football game. Like, what if you own? What if you own a? Bo- I mean, obviously, I'm sure like you're already like worth enough money to pay for the Super Bowl if you own a box at SoFi Stadium. But like, what if you like? Do you not get to keep the box? <laughs> Is your box up for grabs? Oh, I bet. I bet there's like no, like there's no thing where if you, the Super Bowl is being played at your home stadium that your season tickets like really hold any weight other than maybe like a discounted price, yeah. right? But yeah, but then also one last thing on the Super Bowl. How do you guys feel about the halftime show? Like five performers. There's Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar. I'm wondering how are they Electric. gonna how are they gonna like fit all of those performers, like big personality performers, into the like what is it like twelve fifteen minute like halftime show? The halftime shows are like twenty minutes. Okay, they just kind of like mash up the songs. So it's like they, one chorus and then like right into like another chorus of like the next song. It's not the full song. Yeah. You know? But I feel like it's just going to be, like, panning to, like... There's not going to be much going on, like, on the stage. Like, just don't believe me. me. Just watch. And that's like, this is the high school. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. California. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it, honestly, that's, like, how it will start. <laughs> <laughs> but I really liked... Who was it? I think it was The weekend. Remember he was, like, running around the stadium, like, in these different, like, sets and stuff. That was like, pretty good. Like, that was pretty that. cool. You, you guys like The weekend? I thought it was, like... Okay. I, lo- I I really like the weekend's music, and I did, I thought it was okay. No okay show. I don't like the Super Bowl halftime show for the music. I like it for like they the just show. do the ridiculous like high performance quality like yeah the people Beyonce flying through the air. The oh yeah, stadium was really good. Um. Yeah, with the big bleachers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, have have you guys gone through the past and watched them like the past ones, like ones that you, maybe you haven't necessarily seen before? No. Maybe I, once or twice, yeah. I, you know, everyone's heard of, like, the infinite, infamous ones. Janet like, Jackson. Yeah, Janet Jackson with, like, Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I rewatched one recently. Um, 
that was like so cool. Like I've, I've definitely brought this up to you. I don't know if, I don't know what year it was. Maybe it was like in 2002, but they had like Aerosmith, like InSync, Britney Spears and (laughs) Nelly. And they all performed like walk this way, like a version of it, like with all four. Like that would be cool. It was so, it was, it's actually like one of the coolest, like, that would be pretty cool. exciting if this Sunday. It's not just kind of, oh, let's panda Snoop Dogg doing his songs, Doctor. Like they all do one song. That's like yeah, I, I, I think like they will do that. Shakira and J Lo or something like that. Yeah, Shakira and J Lo is good. How about Katy Perry with the one shark who uh, oh. <laughs> went like viral? <laughs> the shark guys in the back. Just yeah. <laughs> do you think? Do you think he just didn't know the dance moves, or he was like actually like somewhat intoxicated? He was probably like, oh probably, my god, this is my first time at the Super Bowl. This is sick. Probably both. Was the Lady Gaga the one that like flew out of the sky? Yeah. And there was all those memes afterwards of her like jumping down. Do you guys yeah. remember that? She has good music. So there we go. I just can't wait for like the memes to come from Super Bowl Sunday. Okay. That's your favorite part. The I think that is my like looking at Twitter and like looking at like hashtag Super Bowl and people just, you know, after the halftime shows or from the commercials, like talking about them you know who'd be awesome would be taylor swift but she but are you a swifty i am a swifty but i don't think i don't think that she's that good of i i'm i feel like the thing i like about like good super bowl halftime shows like people who are like really good dancers Mm. like 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 bruno mars like didn't get like great like um apparently some people didn't like it i thought both times when bruno mars performed i thought he was like so fun like mm-hmm. he's so like talented Beyonce, yeah. J-Lo, yeah yeah but okay so that was does anyone have anything else to add about the football topic today? no no we're good so the next topic i wanted to talk about which i've been binge watching on recommendation of matt is the Inspiration 4 mission that happened just this past September where it was the first like all civilian space like craft like space mission, right? And so I've been watching the Netflix documentary about the Inspiration 4 and it's been really good and I know Matt was like obsessed with it. I was like you have to watch this. So, phenomenal documentary. Question you're familiar? No, I'm not. Please explain. There, it was the call the inspiration for because they wanted to prove that any common man could be an astronaut. So they had four people that were just normal folks. Well, and each of them, one like, of them was a billionaire. But. One of them, one, one, of them, one of them was a billionaire who, like, who was Jeff, Jeff had the idea, essentially. Well, what was it, Jared S- Brookman? Or Big billionaire, yeah. yeah. But he Jimmy had like John. a he had a passion for like fighter jets and like space and everything and got involved with spacex um for this thing and the whole idea was yeah this there's four people and each of them represent something so yeah like a characteristic so jared what the billionaire who was leading it was like a leadership pillar and then there was a generosity pillar a oh what are the other ones it was like a Oh, like prosperity pillar, like an entrepreneur. And then who was the, um, like perseverance or something. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, pillar, which was, 
a woman who was like a child cancer survivor from like St. Jude. And the whole mission was raising like $200 million for St. Jude. Wow. It was awesome. And the documentary like follows like them from the day they get the call that they're going to space through like the actual space flight. It was like six months. Like they pretty much like find out like this guy like signed up on like an online like yeah they signed up for, like a in, like a raft competition kind of thing. and just normal average Joe and he like gets called and I think he said like he just like thought it was like an infomercial or something and, like hung up and then like was like can you go on a zoom and he hops on the zoom and it's this like billionaire Jared like SpaceX like decked out like zoom and he's like uh. <laughs> You've, you've been, been selected, selected. <laughs> Seriously. for the bachelor <laughs> no like you've been selected you're going to space and, and he's like uh i gotta ask my wife if this is okay <laughs> that was his first reaction yeah the the nurse the child cancer survivor like was like are we going to the moon <laughs> i know <laughs> they're totally clueless yeah like, completely clu- yeah on their her first zoom and then in like the end when they're going to space she's like i can't believe literally six months ago i was like are we going to the moon like what's going on here and now they literally were astronauts like yeah at the kennedy space center like taking off and they go through this like really intense like training that you need to become like qualified to fly for nasa or whatever spacex and it's just the cent- the centrifuge looked terrible yeah the centrifuge they hike like a like Mount Rainier in Washington, like above. It was like a ten-hour hike, like yeah. up like five thousand feet. They fly in like fighter jets to get used to like the feeling of like. What does launching. G's mean? Do you know what that? Your like how many gravitational forces? Like so, right now we're at one G, but if you were to like blast off on a rocket, you'd be like ten G's because you have like ten times the force of gravity on you in that moment. So it's just really fast. It's like that feeling when you're like on a roller coaster when you're like either getting like pulled into your chair, that's like G force, or yeah. if, or if you're getting like if you're weightless, that's like negative G's. Uh, or or if you're in like a like some you can sometimes feel it if you're in like a fast car that like accelerates really fast. Yeah. Is it like when your stomach drops? Yeah. Oof. But it but it's it, but it, it feels like it feels like pressure against your face. Yeah. The guy, one of the guys, he was like the generosity pillar. He just got so sick in the centrifuge and they're like don't worry most astronauts like take like um seasickness medication like yeah. i'm like that's so like you think they're these like superhumans. it's like they're bringing like dramamine <laughs> up into space and it wasn't even like a fake like space mission like the bezos one where they're like in space for 30 seconds it was like that inspiration for three was days three days hell and- yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it was the furthest that they've gone from Earth since the moon missions. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that. They were, the, like, in the outer orbit. One of the first episodes, they were talking about, oh, we're just going to go to, like, where we usually do. And they're like, no, this is what this stands for. Like, we need to push it, like, further. They like, were, like, civilians. their course. Yeah. And, it, cool. and so they put it, like, the furthest. And it was... I thought that scene was actually really memorable. Because this... Like, this guy's like, no, we got to go further. Like, this is what this stands for. And the... I was thinking first response for me would be, uh, no, like that sounds really like inspirational for you to say, but this is the actual math, like in safety, we need to yeah. stay within these boundaries. And they're like, that's a good point. Let's go back to the drawing board. I'm like, this is like real lives on the line. And they're like, let's just go a little further. It was really cool. Agreed. 
would you guys go to space if someone called you today? I was going to ask that question. For me, the answer is a strong no. Why is that? I, I really like Earth. Um, <laughs> I like gravity. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, um, space just no interest in me. Like, I, like, yeah, I'm good. Like, you ever watch like, like theatrical movies about space? Nothing goes right. Nothing goes right. <laughs> okay. I mean, in the documentaries where you're not going that far away from the earth and people know what they're doing and they're trained, um, most of the time things go right. And like, even, even if, sometimes they don't. Yeah. Even, yeah. And in, in Apollo 13, when things go wrong, like some, sometimes people are able to figure it out to make things go right and, and, and to get home safely. But in the movies, things don't go right. And I think that's enough for me. I know. I feel like not. I like watching like people go to space and documentaries and stuff, but uh, not for me. Right. I love like talking about space, watching like Interstellar is like probably one of my top three like favorite movies. Like it's so cool, but I'm like, I don't think I would do that voluntarily because one exactly like so dangerous, like terrifying. And I have like no desire to like be floating. Like I get like I would need like that sickness medicine, like how they don't sleep because there's no like upside down or something you have to strap yourself in. It doesn't sound like something I would voluntarily be like, let's go. But do you guys think that in our lifetime, there will be like normal, all civilian going to space and back like or even to Mars? I don't know. It's like like the the biggest problem that like I've heard about like going to Mars and like being able to do that stuff is that oxygen is really really hard to transport and it's not something that is in any supply. Um, I mean, obviously, this brings up like the whole like conversation around like can how can you create like kind of like constant renewable energy, but uh, it's. It just doesn't like the, the the whole oxygen portion of it makes it like really hard. Like how can you how can you take something where there's no no oxygen that's breathable for humans and make it so that it's mm-hmm. really easy to get back and forth? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're um, we're gonna see it like in our lifetime. I think there will be like more like things like inspiration for and learning more and like getting closer to that, but. Some people are like, oh, yeah, like 2050, we're going to be like going and living on Mars and stuff. I don't think so. I think it's it's going to take a little more time than that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of the last topic that I wanted to touch on. The inspiration for highly recommend on Netflix. There's very few scenes of Elon Musk, but he get he gets in there a few times for space, SpaceX. Are you an Elon Musk fan? Um, I enjoyed him on SNL, but okay. I wouldn't say that I, I don't follow him or anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge follower. I think he's brilliant. I think he's a little weird. I did think that it was cool that they talked about in the documentary, how this is like the space race 2.0, like mm. private businesses, like yeah. what was it? Like Richard Branson, mm. um, Jeff Bezos, mm. Elon Musk, obviously. And how all at the Kennedy Space like Center, there's like buildings like for the Blue Origin compound, the right. SpaceX compound, and it's total. It's like 
it totally is like space race 2.0 like who can do like the cooler things and yeah go further isn't that just a money suck though where is the profit in doing any of that other than that it's really cool and like it's exploration and it's exploration they just have so much money that they can yeah and i guess they did like it's cool i mean 200 million dollars saint jude like raising money through this stuff but that's a fraction of the cost of the whole mission well the whole thing with like the virgin galactic richard branson's one is like they're trying to normalize like commercial space flight so like that anyone can buy a ticket for like the ride that he did and stuff in the future and then that will become like profitable somehow Mm-mm. yeah like almost like a tourist and spacex is, like makes a lot of money because they are contracting with the u.s government to send supplies to the international space station and launch mm-hmm. satellites so like the u.s They're government doesn't have like that capability Currently, so they have like government contracts that these companies are bidding on. Yeah, yeah. And so, SpaceX, so they are making money. And SpaceX is like making money, doing things for the government, and like cool, like renewable stuff. They talked about how like bringing rockets, like for the first time ever, like reusable. Which I'm like, I don't know if I would want to be on the ride where it's like we've used this one four times, like kind of like burnt up on the sides, like, but. That was pretty cool, seeing the, like, visual of the rocket, like, coming into the atmosphere and just, ding, right on a, like, landing yeah. in the middle of the ocean. Those are crazy. But, yeah, so that was my last topic that I brought here for you guys. Do you have anything to add to the episode? Preston? Um, you know, all my topics were actually, like, surrounded by, like, Tom Brady in the NFL. <laughs> oh, um... I have uh, well, this is more football, but I don't, I don't really know if I want to talk football. Um, but Brian Flores, that was my other topic too. <laughs> who's the former head coach of the Miami Dolphins, is fired. Is fired. Did you hear about this, Amanda? I saw something about like discriminatory practices and like hiring or something. Yeah, he's firing filing a lawsuit um, against uh, the Miami Dolphins, the New York Giants, and the NFL. Um, in regards to, um, doesn't he work for the Miami Dolphins? He got fired by the Miami Dolphins. Oh, he was their head coach, like this year, yeah. and then just got fired, and now he's yeah. bringing suit after after effectively turning the franchise around yeah. from like a tons of losing seasons. He also turned the season around by like they started two and seven, and they ended up finishing I think nine and eight. What was their reason for firing him? M- my thinking is that he didn't like the starting quarterback yeah and he wanted and he wanted to pick up um deshaun watson from the houston texans who by the way has 22 sexual allegations um, against him and uh i don't think any franchise really wants to touch him right now um and he really wanted to bring him in um and the owner was like no two is like their current quarterback two is the guy like and general managers like two is the guy like and the general manager was kind of like doing whatever the owner would do um, to, mm-hmm. to not get fired. That's the Tua guy that was big at Alabama, Yeah, right? exactly. I haven't heard about him since Alabama. Yeah. This is the Miami quarterback. Yeah. He's pretty yeah. injury prone. So, like, mm-hmm. he, he only plays, like, half the season. Um, but so then I, I think that's kind of where the, where the controversy started. And then he ended up getting fired. And um, he seems like a prime candidate for a lot of other head coaching jobs. 
And I think it's a little preemptive because there are still a lot of head coaching positions that are open in the NFL. And um, now no one's going to want to hire him. Not like that he should not bring these claims in fear of like loss of employment. Like, right. He shouldn't rightfully bring these claims. But now I have a feeling a lot of teams are going to be hesitant to look to hire him right yeah i mean i mean who who knows i mean he's, he's still like a good football coach mm-hmm. um i think that uh, i mean it it kind of depends on like the gm but i think that i, I in the past i mean colin coward talks about this on on his radio um, show it, like in the past like 10 years like the best hires have been like coaches who are like offensive thinking co- coaches, like coaches who come from offensive backgrounds, um, except for except for two. He mentioned he's like Sean McDermott and uh, Mike Vrabel, um, but Brian Flores has comes from a defensive background, and I think with the success that that um, we've seen in the past, um, people are looking to hire um, offensive minded mm-hmm. coaches, um, and that's not what Brian Flores is. And so I think with the current people who have been hired, um, Mm -hmm. I think that, I don't know, it's just, it's just trending in that direction where it's like, okay, like it's, it's more general manager preference. But so this lawsuit. But yeah, Amanda, let's get your legal take on this. So this interesting nuance that was pretty funny that happened. That was part of this case was Bill Belichick accidentally texted Brian Flores and was like, hey, congrats on getting the New York Giants coaching job because they were filling their their head mm-hmm. coach position. And then and this was before they had announced that they were hiring someone else as their head coach. And who's also named Brian. Who's also named Brian. And Brian Flores responds like What, what are you, you talking what about? Did you what are you talking about? Did you mean to send this to someone else? And Bill Belichick's like, oh, like sorry, like yes, I did mean to send this to someone else. <laughs> and, like, then, and then, they, so and, then the, and then the New York Giants had an interview set up with Brian Flores, like the in the next couple of days, and and so basically he was citing that he had to sit through a bogus interview that they set up to meet these like um, diversity requirements. requirements. Even though like they had already chosen their head coach, and Bill Belichick is literally like the reason that he, this is all coming out. He's a big part of it for accidentally sending a text congratulating this guy. I mean, that's that is pretty. That's very controversial and like bad. Like, and I feel like his claim probably has good support from that text. And if they can go into, you know, if he brings that claim, oh, you guys had already hired this guy. They're going to pull the records and that guy's going to have phone calls and emails with offers and kind of show, okay, then why'd you even give me an interview? What quotas were you trying to meet for like your hiring requirements? Yeah, that's, that doesn't look good for who was it? The giants. Mm-hmm. Yikes. He's like, wait, did I get it? Why is Bill Belichick telling me? <laughs> Not good. Yeah, I think that legally, my opinion would be the Giants might be in a little liable there for some discriminatory practices. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to do it for 
season two, episode four of Controversy Over Coffee. Thank you again to our guest host, Preston Epler. Always appreciate your expertise. We do. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm, I'm here. I think this week I have become also um, an NFL uh, analyst, aside from <laughs> a, a sports analyst, a chief virologist, and a legal expert. This is your like test tape that you can send out to the NFL networks. Yeah. Yes. All right. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.